everyone, and welcome back to the Tea with Tina podcast. I'm your host, Tina, and I am so excited you have tuned in. Tea with Tina was birthed from a passion that God has given me to see ordinary people live extraordinary lives. My goal is every time you tune in, you feel leaving empowered, encouraged, and activated to be the you that God created you to be and you want to be. Bi-weekly, I will be sharing the tea. And no, I'm not talking the gossip or the negativity. I am talking the spiritual tea, motherhood tea, ministry tea, marriage tea, and so much more. I would love for you to join me, sweeties, every other week for a new podcast with me where I will be bringing you the tea along with some very special guests as a little bit of sweet tea a day goes a long way. Now, let's get into our episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. And so today I just wanted to share about um, my birthmark. So my story is circa 1980. I came into this world with a red birthmark, okay? Not a brown birthmark um, or a beauty mark. It was legit uh, what they call a port wine stain. And so as a little baby, my mom, um, you know, she asked the doctors about it. However, the doctor did tell her that it would go away and she believed them. Unfortunately, it never went away. And as I got older, it definitely was an insecurity of mine as I had this huge red stain across my leg. And people would just stare or, you know, little kids would ask me questions like what happened. And I just, you know, I hated it. I felt so uncomfortable that I just started to wear nothing but pants as I got older. You know, I would cross my left leg over my right leg to hide it. I would just find little ways to figure out how to hide it, whether it was just, um, wearing certain things or using certain things to just cover it up. I would just find different things, but I just remember feeling like I was just not beautiful, that it was not attractive, that nobody would ever want me as a date, or they would never probably want to date somebody with a red leg, and I'll probably have never have a boyfriend, and so I would just, you know, I felt like I was a weirdo. I totally felt like I didn't fit in. I definitely felt um, abnormal, um, and so it was just something that really really bothered me throughout my life. And I just came to a point that, you know, um, it wasn't normal. And I just felt like I was going to be different. I was always going to just be different than everybody else because it was different. I remember as a teenager, I went to this laser um, place because, you know, to see how much it would cost to get, um, get it removed. And so we went, we went to a consultation, me and my mom, and I remember they gave, uh, they pulled out a business card and they were like, just to remove um, a port wine stain the size of a business card, it would be about $20,000. And because my birthmark, it wasn't a medical issue, it didn't, it didn't affect me any type of medical and medical ways, I guess you want to say, medical-wise. Um, and I was very healthy. It just obviously was this huge red mark across my leg. And so I just remember just if the feeling of just disappointment because in that moment I was like, there's no way we can pay $20,000 
per a business card size to take off my birthmark because my birthmark goes from the bottom of my toe all the way up to just even my bottom, my my rear end, okay? And so that would be probably like a hundred size business cards and we didn't have $200,000. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm stuck with this for the rest of my life. And this is it. Like, I'm just always going to be stared at. I'm always going to feel different. I'm always just going to um, be different. And I'm never going to have these beautiful legs that I get to see on other women and that I get to see, you know, nice, shiny legs or no matter how toned they were, how, how any of that. It just, it just, it was never going to be me. It was never going to happen. And so, I just remember as time progressed, I just tried different things too because I was like, all right, so my leg, I can't get it covered up or I can't get it lasered, uh, laser removal. However, I'm going to try different things. So <laughs> I legit tried to cover it up by using cover up, like cover up a foundation. <laughs> that didn't work. My leg looked like it was pink. It went from red to pink. I tried wearing nylons in 100 degree weather. Like I just tried so many things to cover it up. And no matter what I did, it was not going to cover it up. Nothing worked. I just knew this was me and I couldn't change it. But I was just going to have to change how I dealt with it because it was on me for life. You know, so fast forward, time went on and somebody did want to date me, praise God. And he wanted to marry me. And now I... And then I got married and I'm a wife. So 19 years later, I am married to my husband. Woo. So he didn't care about that. However, it's still on my body and it affects me. And so um, I just remember as I got older and as I, you know, have been married for a while now. But in the beginning, I just there was just a maturity that took place that I just finally accepted it. Like, okay, I'm married now. And one of the biggest things I thought that was going to happen with this birthmark is that I was never going to get a husband because um, no one would date me. And I didn't think that I was pretty because of it. And so, well, like I said, he dated me. He put a ring on it. And so now we've been married for 19 years. And um, even though other people still like, you know, go to the beach or somewhere else saying, you know, I'm not wearing pants to the beach. I got to wear a bathing suit like everybody else. And people still stare. Kids still ask questions. But I think as I matured, I really just felt like, you know what? I bet barked and this birthmark is just a special piece of who I am. And it doesn't make me different instead of being like I'm different and weird it I took it as I'm different and set apart and I think that was something that was so transformational for me is that different doesn't have to mean weird I think we always think like oh I'm different I'm I'm this way and I'm that way and and as a bad thing but being different can mean you're set apart, you're unique, you're special, you're one of a kind. And I definitely am one of a kind as there's not too many people in the world who have this red leg um, across their entire leg. And so um, 
I'm here today because I know what it's like. I've been there so many times where I've just been so concerned about my outward appearance, about having this birthmark, or I didn't like my ears, or I don't like my teeth, or so many things that I could pick apart about the outward, my outward appearance. But, you know, God really wants us to focus on our inner beauty. And how do you do that? How do you focus on your inner beauty when all you want to do is cover up all the imperfections of your outward beauty, right? I mean, I'm wearing cover up right now to make my face look smoother because I have some imperfections. I have some blotches or things like that. Or sometimes we, I know people, sometimes they don't want to wear tank tops because they want to cover up. They don't want to show this part of uh, of their arms or they don't like their legs, you know? Maybe they don't have a port wine stain like me. Maybe they do, I don't know. But they want to cover that all up because we want to cover up all our imperfections but how do you do that you know when it's so hard because like I said for me it was years it took me years to step into that um you know and I looked it up and in some surveys they found that the most there in the 1973 a survey of 2,000 Psychology Today readers found that those who were most critical of their physical appearances were by far the most unhappy guys I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to be unhappy because I don't like my leg, that I don't like my hips, that I don't like this blotch on my face, that I don't like my ears, that I don't like my hair or whatever. You know, all of us have different insecurities and things that that we are struggling in. And I know God, he just wants us to love ourselves just the way we are. And some things that really helped me to accept this being different, I guess you can say, like I said, set apart, not different, weird. My birthmark isn't different, weird. It's different, set apart. And the things that have helped me most is one, I seek God's perspective. You know, what does God say about what, about his perspective on beauty? You know, his perspective on beauty reminds us that God does not look at, um, at the outward appearance, if you remember the the story about David, um, he does not look at the outward appearance, but he looks at the heart. And so, um, you know, those are things that I have to meditate on at times when I feel like, man, like, I don't like this about myself. I don't like the way this looks. Okay, what does God say about me? Because I can go on a tangent of all the things that I don't like about my outward appearance. But what does God's word say about me? It says that God does not look at the outward, but he looks at in inside of us at our heart, right? Like in the story of David, when um, Samuel went to his father and he was looking and he asked him to to bring out his sons and he brought all these good looking sons that he had. I mean, good for him that he had a bunch of good looking sons. But he was Samuel's like, no, nope, that's not him. That's not him. And he was like, wait, I got another son. <laughs> and he brings David, who's out in the field, just minding his business. And he brings him and he's like, that's the one. So I'm so grateful to God that he doesn't define us by all our outward imperfections, but that he knows our heart. Because at the end of the day, we can't even, (laughs) we can't, you can't really change heart, 
but you can change the way you look, right? I mean, nowadays you have so many things that can alter your appearance to, I guess, perfect the imperfections. And those are all great things. And um, I think, you know, I'm not against any of that stuff because your girl might get some filler or Botox one day. And so totally not opposed to it. But if you're constantly doing those things to make you feel better and you never get to a place of feeling confident in your skin, then you're just going to constantly do more and more things and you're never more and more things to your body outwardly and you're never going to have inner change. So I just encourage you to just go to God's word and just remind yourself of how God loves you so much that he sees within your heart and he doesn't look at the outward appearance. Another thing that's really helped me is just embracing God's love for me and acceptance and knowing that that God loves me. He loves me just the way I am. I remember I was in a session, a counseling session, and my counselor said, Tina, do you know that God loves you? And I was like, well, of course, yes. Yes, I know God loves me. And she's like, no, no, no. Do you know that he loves you? Like, I know you've heard it. I know you've heard it from other people. You've probably heard it on messages. You've heard it on podcasts. You've read it in, in your Bible. You've heard it so many times. But do you believe it? Do you know that God loves you? And I got super emotional in that moment. And I don't, I still get emotional to this day because I just, I think for so long that I had thought that I had to earn his love because that was my journey. I always felt like I had to earn people's love. When you when you deal with rejection and other things, you feel like you have to earn love. And I didn't have to. But in that moment, I was just like, wow, he loves me and he loves me just the way I am. And he loves you just the way you are. And even all the crazy things about us, even when we're complaining about ourselves, like, Lord, why did you make my hair this way? Lord, why couldn't I have just been born with curly eyelashes so I don't have to get extensions? Lord, why couldn't I have been uh, born with some straight teeth, white teeth, instead of having having to pay thousands of dollars for braces? Lord, why couldn't I just be born with an awesome metabolism so I don't have to watch what I eat? Come on. who? I'm a hater. I'm a hater. I'm going to not lie right now. But the girls who have an awesome metabolism or people in general, like, yay for you. I remember this one person who was just like super thin and she was just like, she can eat, talk about like left and right and never gain weight. Yeah, I'm not that person. I eat one taco and I'll gain 10 pounds. But <laughs> that's just the way God designed me. He didn't give me the, <laughs> a, a metabolism like that. But then at, in retrospect, I have looked at embrace the fact that God has made me like this. And even with metabolism at all, and sometimes I have to have the perspective like, okay, God, you didn't give me this per- this metabolism because you didn't want it to be easy. I felt like he didn't want to make certain things easy for me. Like, have you ever thought that like, 
why couldn't I just be born like this? Why can't I just like some people are just natural. Like my husband's a natural, like he's naturally disciplined in, in when it comes to working out and stuff like that. I am not naturally disciplined when it comes to working out. So it's harder for me. And I'm like, why couldn't I just be naturally disciplined? Well, it takes work. But let me tell you, when you're not naturally like that, you can count on the supernatural, which is the Holy Spirit to help you through those things, just like everything else in life the Holy Spirit has gotten us through and if you think like man I can't do it well yes you can because you've done other things and those are the things that I rely on so embrace God's love and his acceptance and then I think lastly is just cultivating the fruit of the Spirit you know if you're not familiar with the fruit of the Spirit isn't it's in the Bible in Galatians 5 20 to 23 and um, the fruit of the spirit has to do it is love, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, um, kindness. I don't know if I said them all and self-control. That's the hardest one for me. <laughs> self-control with everything, with food, uh, sometimes on my tampa. But anyways, you know, it's it's exercising all of that. And when it comes to your beauty, you got to cultivate all the fruit of the spirits. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to be gentle with yourself. You know, you have to exercise all of those things. These are attributes that God has given us to strengthen us. You know, when we have doubts, when we question, when we have insecurities, these are things that are going to guide us to strengthen us and develop us, you know, so um, I just seek him. So I seek him in all these areas of my life. I need to love myself, love myself. So going back to what I said, you know, I know God loves me now, like, but do I, do I love myself? Do I love my birthmark do i love um my ears do i love every piece of me you know i struggle not liking certain things about myself but i know some things i can change about myself that god has given me the knowledge and the strength to exercise if i need to exercise so certain things i know that i just have to make those changes and so if that is you, I am with you. And that is something that I am on the journey on right now. It's a struggle for me all the time because, like I said, it doesn't come natural for me to just be so disciplined in exercising and being fit. But I know it's something that I have to, I have to access the Holy Spirit to help me in this area of my life. So when you're struggling with your outward beauty, when you're struggling I encourage you to access the Holy Spirit because it is powerful. You know, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives with it within each and every one of us. So, you know, though all those things can come back to life that are dead within us, like, you know, the way the things that we want to do, the things that we want to accomplish, the things that we want to take place we can we can do it all all because we have the holy spirit that's within each and every one of us and we have access you know the journey of inward beauty it's it's super hard it's a lifelong process sometimes i struggle with it today you know like i said i can i can pinpoint every imperfection but as i struggle and and as i continue to struggle with these things sometimes when i look in the mirror i think man I don't like this. I don't like 
you know, I don't like what I see, but sometimes I have to remind myself that I am the daughter of a king. I am the daughter of my father. And when I start to say things about myself that I shouldn't say about myself, I have to remind myself that I am talking to myself in a way that I wouldn't want my daughter to talk to herself. Like I wouldn't talk to her that way. So why would I talk to myself that way? You know, so I just encourage you to just speak truth about yourself, what God's word says about you, that he doesn't look at the outward appearance, but that he looks at the heart. You know, we're so much more than our outer appearance. I'm not defined by my birthmark. I am defined by God. And there's so much more in each of us. And, you know, you know, you might have a mark. You're more than a mark. All right. You are more than a mark on your body, a wrinkle, a scar, a burn. There's so much more about you that is inside of you than what is on the outside. It's what the, what's inside that really counts. And I know it's a struggle. And sometimes even inwardly, we struggle, right? We're struggling outwardly, inwardly. Oh, it's so much. <laughs> but I just embrace God's love for me, his acceptance. You know, I switch my perspective. I just, um, you know, and being in this faith journey for such a long time, sometimes I am in I am arguing with myself. My faith says, Tina, you are beautiful. You are amazing. You are anointed. You are appointed. Your purpose. You have destiny. You're this. You're that. But my head says, oh, but look, you have that mark on you. It looks like you got burned. It looks not very nice. It doesn't look very pretty. It's very ugly. It looks like you can lose weight. It looks like you're saggy. It looks like you're getting old, which I am getting older. It looks this, that. So there's so many things that I can go on and on about that we can struggle with each and every day. It is a struggle, but we are more than our scars. We are more than our wrinkles. We are more than our, um, we call them our, our mommy scars, right? From having our stretch marks, from having our kids. I have so many stretch marks all over my body. We're more than our stretch marks. We're more than that. And there's something in each and every one of us inside, inside. And that's what God sees. And that's what people see at the end of the day. And so they say, Beauty is with our beauty is within. And I definitely agree. Beauty is within, you know. Um, so I want to encourage you today. If you are struggling with your outward appearance, if there is a mark on your body, a wrinkle, a scar, whatever, like Leah, a lazy eye, <laughs> whatever that may be, it doesn't matter because you're more than a birthmark and God loves you just the way you are. Thank you so much for listening to the Tea with Tina podcast. We had a lot of good tea today. Hey, make sure you follow me on all my social media platforms at Tea with Tina or my personal page at Tina A. Gutierrez. And hey, make sure that you tag me. Make sure to also subscribe to this podcast. Leave comments in the iTunes section and leave me a review. A huge shout out to my family who's always been my biggest supporters and the best team I could ever be a part of. I'll see you all soon for some more tea. God bless.